Hey listeners, thanks for tuning into our podcast, but we know you may have an idea for your own podcast and that's why we are recommending you go get Anchor. Mm-hmm. You can create your own podcast and then like maybe have us on as guests. You should definitely have us on. For oh, we're, we're, I just checked our calendar. We're busy, Ooh. Oh, but we're available on this day. We can pencil okay, we'll you be, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're we in. can do it. Okay, we, we it. said yes. Forget it. I don't like your ideas. <laughs> um, <laughs> Anchor is the system we use and it's got a lot of cool tools. You can actually, it's kind of a one-stop shop place where you can go, you can record, edit everything, even implement songs from Spotify into your podcast. Mm-hmm. And what I like about it the most, to be honest, is that it makes us money and I love money. And it also is free, which is kind of like, you know, you save money. It's like I think that's the biggest money. thing is like it's free. So you don't have to worry about like paying any kind of fee or signing up for thing. And they do everything for you. So... You can go there. They will distribute your podcast for you so you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all the other places your family are going to ignore you on. So uh, it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started for free. Mm-hmm. Did we mention it's free? Free and you make money. You're going to make money. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe. Your family will ignore you. That's we're, true. It cuts to the core. We're not, we're not going to be on your podcast. Come on, kids, now gather round. Grab a log and sit right down. What's that smell? What's that sound? You're on fire, now hit the ground. It's the campfire shit show. And now, your camp counselors, Bo Hufford and Mero Climo. Let's roll like a bread and biscuit. <laughs> sandwich i take the bread and i put a biscuit in between and then some mayo and some butter and some lard and some jam and some jelly and then Wait, i eat it you spread lard just directly onto bread yes that doesn't seem right i'm hashtag carving up <laughs> <laughs> cultivating mass that's, <laughs> that's what it's called i did have the realization the other day though that if there's less of me there's less of my legs to shave so that has been that has been the only time I've thought about the benefits of of losing health weight and yeah and losing some weight is that like I was shaving my legs I'm like this is tough like how can I hmm, beat the how system ca- how can I beat the system I know become wafer thin more leg lose more leg yep huh yeah never think about that I've never had to think about that at all I don't Great. shave my legs oh that you want to talk about but <laughs> how are you this week I am really good you're really good okay. yeah okay and end of subject. i wanted to create some suspense for you, you did yeah it didn't work i think my uh my life has become full circle and all of my pies are filled why does everything keep on being food why i think i'm pies? hungry but what do you mean your pies have been filled like my work pie my love pie my hair pie <laughs> oh god <laughs> everything is just being filled to the fullest extent with your, whipped your, cream your hair pie is being filled yep <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, my God. There's a lot of hair. In oh, dear God. I'm, how are you? I'm, I just threw up my mouth. That's how I am. I wanted to really ask how you are because I feel like I've been emotionally neglecting you oh, I, the past, I, like, past couple of years. I, <laughs> I did notice, honestly, because I get to edit the, the podcast and then throw it off to you and then you throw it back. And I, so you hear it a couple times, just getting it kind of finite, you know, finished. And, um, I noticed something. Most of the time, you don't give a shit about me. We don't talk about me at all. It's always you. No, yes, it's, it's not. true. I it's think true. about you a lot. There is a you. Well, that's in different. You think about me a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Like what? Like how can Bo help me today? 
how can Bo do this for me today? <laughs> Actually, I wasn't going to bring this up, but as you said, I think about you a lot. I remember you saying like, hey, oh, remind no. me. I thought you forgot. Uh, yeah. Shit, shit, you shit, said, shit, shit. You said, remind <laughs> me. Okay, so I get these little notes from uh, Meryl at all times of the day. See, I think about you. Okay, and she wrote me. She goes, remind me to tell <sighs> you about the sex dream I had about you. This is true. <laughs> and I hoped a couple days had gone by and I thought that you forgot about it. I tried. I did some therapy on it and tried you to did. erase it from my mind. Were yes. you able to do it? To do it. We were able no, to no, do no, it I, in no, my I dream. Meant, like, were you able to delete the memories? Nope. Still can't. It's still tough for me to look face to face with you. It was, you guys, okay, this is really weird. I'm going to start this off by saying I ate linguine with clam sauce really late at night. Okay. And I think like that may have had an effect on my weird dreams. You think the linguine slash clams had some sort of scientific, you know. You know, how, like when you eat Chinese food, there's like this, it's kind of like a trope where if you eat Chinese food, then you'll have nightmares at night. Have you heard that? Oh God, I ate Chinese food last week and it was awful, and I did have nightmares, but it's just because the food was so bad. <laughs> where was that place named? We can. I'm not gonna. Uh, we're starting gonna... like a restaurant, uh, a burn <laughs> book of our local restaurant. It was called the Mills. <gasps> no, I'm just kidding. Um, so, so I ate late at night, which number one I think isn't. It's good not for really the... a great. It's not. It's not good for your dreaming. Right. So I'm Truly. just prefacing it by saying that my mind was warped already to begin with and I went to bed um with kind of like a lot of I'm just giving excuses right now why the, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. kind of thinking about it Let, of why this just, is happening. Let's just skip through the excuses and tell <laughs> tell, the, tell our listeners and me because I truly have not heard this all I know is you had a sex dream about me and I was just like oh no I know am I gonna have to cancel this podcast no definitely not okay good so yes so I went to bed with linguine and clams in my mind and I don't know what happened but I dreamt that we were like in kind of like a uh, amusement park okay and I was trying to ride the roller coaster okay. which is probably oh you know this is probably a symbolism for like the ups and downs of our life together <laughs> and, so, and then you kept on wanting to like leave and leave and I, then I didn't know what it well, was so happening. far this is this is exactly the way a, an amusement park yes. visit with me would go cut to can we, we just go in a cabin for like a Wait, cabin. why are we in a cabin I don't know I don't know at all but this this has seeped into my consciousness now and I don't really like it and then we had sex. Oh, I can't even say that. I'm disgusted. I really am disgusted. <laughs> no, I'm not disgusted, but I'm like, uh, it's like too familial. So anyway, in our dream, <laughs> we had sex and I even felt in my dream thinking like, ew, ew, ew. <laughs> no well, offense. You're, you're like most women in my life. Then. <laughs> I know, no offense. No offense whatsoever. But uh, I woke up and I think we actually had to record later that morning. And so oh, you, God. you probably didn't even notice that I was acting weird. But I feel like for the first hour, in I couldn't the even dream? make... No, no, oh, no, no, in the dream? No, no, in real life. In reality. Yeah, so I had this and then we had like an early morning recording scheduled. And I feel like you were trying to make extra eye contact with me that day. And I was I like... I wasn't. <laughs> I like... On my way there, I like took the plan B pill, like just so, <laughs> <laughs> like if anything had happened. Okay, but, but but it was a bad, it was a bad experience all around. Um, because that's what I that that that'd be great. That would be great if it was just a, a awful sexual. Yeah, experience. yeah, yeah. No, our, our, so we don't need to do it again. In my dream, at the end, we like friend zoned each other. Oh, as good, sex. Yeah, good, yeah. It was good. one of those like good like. So, so I'm of, freaked out and now we could never I'm trying be not to respond to this too much because I think it's just awful. Um, <laughs> but did you tell Jack? No. Oh. Because, but that doesn't see, matter. Why are you having sex dreams about anybody? It, it wasn't like a lust sex dream. It genuinely was like a, I've had linguine and clam sauce and now I'm going to dream of like Krusty the Clown. And I mean, honestly, I was just kidding. The reality is I think we all have sex dreams about somebody, 
even right. when you're in a happy relationship, you can't help where your mind goes. And we've, you know, most of the time we've been with uh, either single or with other people our whole lives and we meet somebody that we really like and love and end up starting the life. And it's like, we still have these moments where it, I, I hate those relationships when you hear somebody go, uh, I'm not attracted to anybody else. It's like, you, you're oh, fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. crazy. Right. We you talk about crazy. it all the time. Yeah. yeah. It's so silly. You know, it's like, we're meant to like, we, we've been raised to look at pretty things, right? attractive things, sexy things in movies and magazines and TV and all this stuff. You can't just turn that off when you find your, of course you find your, your partner attractive, you know, mm-hmm. if you don't, that's a problem, you know? I but, feel like also you had just like done a really good job of editing four episodes in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> like You're it, like, oh, it, it wasn't about sex on. it was more about like you having me leave somewhere because i was either late or not showing up or something and then, <laughs> like the sex was more like a euphemism for like you've completed these episodes so thank you <laughs> so i've completed a task for Meryl. so yeah so i w- woke up had to come here of course and then it was one of those i mean i think everyone has had dreams about their co-workers or their yeah. uncles or their pastors or I rabbis think that's a good question like that. to ask someone it'd be like we should ask uh future campers uh like what's the weirdest sex dream you've ever had oh that's a good right? one. yeah i want to answer that And if you haven't had any we'll give you some robitussin and have one right in front uh, of right. us so yeah so that's my so i wanted to just talk with you now and just say i think we're better off as friends in my subconsciousness yeah. too so if you can, no, I'm so okay. you're being I'm, subconsciously I'm actually, dumped in my mind. I'm actually totally okay with that. You know what? It, let's, it's not you. It's me. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, exactly. And I'm totally okay with that. Right. And I wrote down a post-it note this... that says like, no linguini past 5 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> that brings up a, a topic for me. Uh, and I wanted to ask you, have you ever woke up in the middle of like, have you ever just like woke up orgasming? <gasps> no. Does oh my happen? gosh. Have you had? Yes. What? Oh, a summer's dream, <laughs> a summer's wet a dream, summer's nights wet. Oh dream. my gosh! No, girls. I mean, ladies. Does that happen to you? I, I, that they're not going to answer. You're just you're talking to dead space. No, point. I'm not. I'm talking to like Rhonda in Iowa and stuff like that. <laughs> Rhonda, does that happen? Rhonda, to you? have you ever woken up in the middle of an orgasm? Mm, pretend she's riding that tractor with corn cobs okay. coming out of her ears. Yeah, I had. I, the, I can tell you, the only time I remember it was absolutely traumatic. I was oh a much younger guy. I was like just in college, but I was visiting my friend at his college, which was far away, like an hour or so, right? And so I go visit him and his roommate at the time, he's living in the dorms and his roommate is gone for the weekend. And that's why I was there. It's like, oh, my room is going to be gone. If you want to come up, there's, a, you know, in the dorms, it's just like bunk beds or whatever. So I go and I only go for, it's like a Saturday, Sunday. So I think I didn't, I don't even think I took more than like, one change of clothes or even that like i was just gonna Ew. go and wear the same jeans the next day yeah you know, yeah, yeah what it's are just you gonna do one of those. We're oh, in i brought my whole suitcase yeah. it's like you just go right. right and so i go and i remember this vividly because it fucking was traumatic in the middle of the night i'm on the bunk bed the top one i'm sleeping in my boxers and I can't remember. I think I only took one pair of boxers. I think I just like went up wearing one. I was like, well, I'm coming back tomorrow anyway. I'm not even going to pack something, right. right? And in the middle of the night, I woke up and I was totally just like, <laughs> I was just like coming all over the place in my fucking boxer shorts. And I was like, you know, that's not a fun way to wake up. First off, it's not. Because you don't know what's going on. Because you're out of control. Yeah. And, yeah. and you're already like, oh my God, what's going on? What's going on? And then I realized like, oh, fuck, I'm in some other place in somebody else's bed. I have to fucking clean myself off, right? I'm in my boxers. 
but I'm in a dorm. So right. I have to go out. There's no bathroom in that room. I have to walk down this long hallway in the middle of the night. It's like two in the morning, three in the morning. There's college kids walking and I'm fucking in a t-shirt and like wet fucking boxer shorts. <laughs> I have to go down to a bathroom where there's no privacy. It's just an open big, and I'm like washing myself off. It was so awful. Now, do you know what you were thinking of? I remember and I'm ashamed to tell you. Oh, no. Was it, it like it's just Linda so, Ronstadt or something? It's so basic. It's so basic. And it was, I remember it being Pamela Anderson. <gasps> I oh, think, my gosh. If I'm not mistaken, I think they had a poster of Pamela Anderson in that dorm room. Oh, yeah. Like in her, you know, whatever, height they of her career. Yeah, yeah. Not yeah. like Pamela Anderson now, but like in the height of her career. Right. Pamela Anderson now does it for me <laughs> with her PETA, <laughs> the PETA campaigns. And I'm like, I'm, in, I'm doing this. And, and I just remember going like, this is the most embarrassing thing ever. Like, I don't know. It was it was really awful. You went to ejaculate you. Oh, okay. I see what you did right there. Spewage. So did you tell oh. your friend? Fuck no. You don't tell anybody. You don't say, oh, man, the funniest thing happened to me last night. I totally came in my pants. <laughs> all over the top bunk All bed. over your roommate's <laughs> shit. Don't like, mind the whiteout that yeah, got spilled I, I, all over. You know, yeah. I don't know. It's funny to me that you can do that because that would I I can't even imagine was I writhing was I like oh, was I like writhing. slow well, never <laughs> say the word writhing please <laughs> was I slow humping the blankets like what was I doing right before this happened little red writhing because listen you I mean if you're gonna jerk off you I mean you got to put some action in there right nope you don't just touch your dick accidentally and you come in your pants it's like you clearly have to do some work <gasps> so Ew. I'm like was I just sitting there like humping the blankets or was i just totally still and my body my mind was you. so into it so like in tune that just said up and go what if there was a ghost oh i know a hand job university <laughs> ghost <laughs> i don't think there it are was a ghost things. but i mean i can't i can't be sure you can't oh that'd be awesome if there were ghosts out there that just went around giving hand jobs like a Blow. Unless it was like some creepy old grandpa ghost, and it was like, hey, I'm gonna get you, take my <laughs> teeth out, and get down there. This is like a real campfire. Yeah, it is. Ooh, I feel like we should do the thing that we talked about. Well, yeah. And what is it? Our new segment, spooky. Shit. Oh, our new segment. Uh-huh. I'm a, I'm quickly trying to transition away from this se- uh, conversation. <laughs> let us never speak of the sex dream, and let us move into something calmer, which is haunted stories. Yeah, ghost, here we go stories. with spooky shit. So creep on over, listen for a bit. But don't look now, it's some spooky shit. Hello? Hi, is this Zoe? Yes, it is. Zoe, this is Bo and Meryl with the Campfire Shit Show. Hey, Zoe. Hey, what's up, guys? How are you doing? Good, good, just chilling. So I hear you have a spooky story for us. I do. I do. It's <laughs> really creepy. Oh, I'm scared already. Tell us. Tell us. Okay. So back in the 70s, my grandparents bought a house with my aunt and uncle and my mom. They're all kids. And so they had a housewarming party. So they started playing with the Ouija board with all the neighborhood, um, you know, just to meet everybody. <laughs> so the Ouija board started saying some scary stuff, and it wrote out certain people's names. Well, the people's names were at the party, and every one of those people whose names it wrote out, either one of them died in a car accident, another one jumped into his pool and became paralyzed for life, um, and then the other one, um, they don't know what happened to him. He went missing. What? Oh, my and gosh. So, um, what's that? 
how how long did this all take for it to occur to everyone? Within the year. What? Doing the Ouija board. Yeah. So then my grandma was like, okay, something is definitely up. So she takes the Ouija board and burns it. After she burned it, there was a huge popping sound, she said. And then ever since then, there's been a lot of activity. So what I mean by activity is like, you know, lights will flicker. Sometimes you'll hear someone walking or like not even walking, stomping across the hallway. Doors will slam shut. Every night, because I lived there for a while, every night by my bed, I'd hear something walk and stop on the side of my bed. And sometimes I'd see like a shadow in the moonlight. But, I mean, this is all just, you know, ghost stuff. But what happened most recently was I was moving out, and I was in bed, and my closet door was open, and I had a bunch of boxes from moving out. And then all of a sudden I hear, like, a crash, and one of the boxes had shot out of the closet, and I was like, oh, my God, I must have just stacked them up wrong or whatever. But then I'm sitting there with my eyes open looking towards the closet just because I was like, also, this place is haunted. (laughs) And then two more boxes flew out of the closet, basically saying, like, F you, get out. (laughs) Oh, my gosh, I have chills all over. What? Yeah, and I was freaked out. I was like, oh, my God, what am I going to do? But I just kind of just laid in bed and, like, covered my head, and I was, like, praying, like, dear God, please help me. Please help me. (laughs) And um, it's just kind of creepy. Sometimes, like, I'll... um, I'll be sleeping and then it'll pull my leg. Like what? What? My, what the? F- my, okay. My, Are you pulling our leg? Uh, and, yeah. I felt, and I got bruises. What? Yeah, like like literally bruises on my ankle. Um, but that's nothing compared to what happened to my aunt when she was little. Like one example was she was in her room, got home from school, doing her homework, and this is like in the eighties, right? She's listening to the radio. And then all of a sudden, she feels like a chill on her back, and the radio turns really loud and then turns off. And then the lights in her room all turn off as well, and so she gets freaked out, of course. So she runs for the door, and the door handle fell off in her hand. And she's literally screaming, banging on the door, trying to get out, and it won't let her out until my grandma comes up, and she's like, what's wrong? And she lets her out. And then, um, you know, she'd wake up with, like, scratches and bruises and bite marks, like human bite marks. Oh, my God. Yeah. I'm I'm pretty sure. I don't know what it is, but it's really bad, and it definitely doesn't like me. It's, like, it doesn't like me in there, but it doesn't, like, really hurt me as much as it hurt my aunt. And do you guys have an idea of, you said, who or or what the spirit is? No. So what I think it is, I've I've kind of read up on it, is that with a Ouija board, when you burn it, you are essentially opening the gateway to the spirit world. And also, in, initially, using a Ouija board means that you are um, inviting something to talk to you, right? You're saying you're calling on the spirit. You're saying we want to know who's here. So that's basically like saying, "Hey, what's up? Here I am." When you burn it, you leave the door open for that connection that you've made. If you were to close the Ouija board like you're supposed to do, but no one does that because they get freaked out and just burn it, then it would have just closed the door and whatever got through was just already through. At this point, the house has been blessed twice, and it keeps coming back. Blessed by a, like a priest? Yeah, by, by a priest. Oh my, and, oh, my. And this house is still, people still live in it? Oh, yeah. My grandma, 
my roommate who moved in after and like I the last time I was out out there staying at my grandma's house I had my roommate stay with me because I was like I don't want to stay in the room alone and literally I heard something in the bathroom shower fall off and like I look over to her and I was like did you hear that but she was still sleeping and then the walking around the bed and then like when I heard the walking around the bed I was like oh it's just Izzy and I looked over and I saw a shadow and you know someone was walking like they were going to the bathroom but then I put my hand over and she was still laying next to me oh my god does it like your grandma it doesn't do anything to my grandma. You know why? Because she ignores it. Even if something happens to her, she denies it completely. Really? She so will it's not almost admit it. Wow. Is your grandmother religious? She is a little bit. I mean, she doesn't go to church, but she was like um, a Catholic, a Catholic teacher or whatever. She like taught Sunday school. Oh my gosh! So, I'm about to like, sp- you know. vomit up all my split pea soup right now. I'm so scared. <laughs> Bo, this is I why know. I don't like to play board games. <laughs> Bo always tries to yeah. get me to play these weird board games, and I'm like, this is exactly why. I don't want bite marks. And- yeah, Phase 10 or Uno are not going to haunt you after you play them. <laughs> I know. They- I know. I'm serious. Uh, the thing that happened, whatever was, you know, biting my aunt or whatever, followed her to every apartment she's been at. Oh, and I should tell you, she's actually seen it. She She saw it? Like, it comes to her bedside every night, and it wears a black cloak, and it has, like, skinny, long hands, and it holds her hand. And this is after she moved out, but it had been coming to her since that house. And um, it holds her hand and chants to her in a different language, and then she speaks to it. She's like, what are you saying? I don't understand you. And so my uncle, like, sees it, too, because it's, like, a very real apparition, and he's like, don't talk to it. And the only thing it'll say in English is, like, don't listen to it. And then continues chanting the same things, like, in, I don't know, Latin or something that she's like, I don't know what you're saying. And it just holds her hand, like, every night. That's oh, creepy. my gosh. Okay, I thought we were going to get this calls, just, like, yeah, yeah, this is the sh- cat meowed. Now I am thoroughly <laughs> freaked out, Zoe. That's, that is nuts. So what do you think? I mean, do you guys ever think about getting a new Ouija board and kind of redoing it uh, and closing it, trying to close it again? No, absolutely not. You, it, it has to be the original one because then you would just be opening a different door. So you're just you know? fucked. You're just fucked at this point. The, so I, okay, so I've talked to a lot of people and they basically at this point you can only just continually get it blessed like every year. Mm-hmm. I mean, this was, this started in the 70s. So getting it blessed two times over the past, what has it been, like 40, 50 years? I don't know. But, you know, it, it's not going to, you know, you're going to have to be a regular cleansing. And then also um, the people in the house, should, like the biggest issue and the reason why the activity is so bad now especially is because there's no males in the house. And I think whatever it is, is very respectful of a, a male human because I think it, it itself is probably a male and finds joy and pleasure in like torturing females. Oh my gosh. So what you're saying is Bo needs to go there have some bro time <laughs> <laughs> with the ghost and be like, yo dude, let's roll. Yeah. Have you given the ghost a name? No, 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 no. Yeah. Uh, the creepiest thing though is, so I was partying all week, so I had a bunch of different friends over and all within this one week, three people at three different party nights, you know, had said, there's something in the corner of your garage. 
And I was like, what do you mean? They're like, I don't like something is in the corner of your garage. And these are people who didn't even know it was haunted. Oh, my gosh. So they either friends with zero connection to each other. Wow. Even one of them was on a FaceTime video, and I was doing a filter, and the filter had a face behind me and i sh- i shit you not i was so scared oh, my, like, oh my gosh God. i really am trembling yeah well i know you invited me over for brunch in about two weeks and i just had suddenly something come up so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no no i understand let's go out <laughs> thank you so much oh my Zoe. gosh that Zoe, was, that's amazing that was creepy that's as really fuck. really scary well you got to keep us posted too any will you uh message us or text us if anything else happens and we can have you back oh, on to- absolutely Okay, Next keep... time I'm there, I guarantee you there's going to be another story. And tell your aunt, I mean, the next time it appears, if the aunt wants to tell it, I mean, we're open to having everyone on the podcast. Too, so I mean, if there's, we've had weirder guests than... Uh... My whole family will go. We're all tortured souls. <laughs> and uh, before I go, I wanted to give a shout out because you are very awesome in real life and on Instagram. And is, yes. that, is that okay if I tell people to follow you? Yes, of course. Of course. Okay, so you're really into like... Uh, anime and cosplay and yep okay yep. Cool. anime cosplay um i just did anime expo comic con in a couple weeks here so if anybody wants to follow me it's at the cosplay geisha the cosplay geisha okay cool and i've recently seen some videos that make even me blush and um, oh, I know. you're you're looking good <laughs> that's all i have to say is that like by accident if i triple like something you'll know that it, i'm <laughs> i'm laying in bed waiting for a spirit to come peeking at your instagram you like that anime booty? Yes, I do. I love that anime booty. I'm in. You make me into uh, hentai. Is no, that what it's called? No, yeah. You would watch hentai, or I'm watching yeah. hentai. Yeah, yeah, okay, exactly. I feel like you're my hentai. Okay, well, you're so awesome, and I will call you as a friend. Hey, in thanks, a Zoe. Bit. Good luck. Let's talk about that fucking. Wow, I am scared, and I feel like that's all true. I know Zoe, and she is not like one of those kind of. You know how some people are just like, I'm scared or hysterical or make stuff up. I feel like Zoe's very logical and I trust her. Okay. The thing I always hate about any ghost stories is there's always some level of like, you're just trusting that they're not overreacting. Do you know what I mean? Like they're not like, oh, a box fell. It's like, yeah, I've been in my house and a box fell, but I didn't immediately go. That's a fucking ghost. With her story, though, she has so many things. Yes. So many things. How do you explain bite marks? First off, you don't get your house blessed several times if you think like, oh, it's kind of a goofy thing. Right. It's clear that they are dealing with something. Something. Or they wouldn't go to those lengths. I mean... They all of their personal occurrences freaked me out, but kind of the first thing that where the Ouija board within a year, all those people had to tragic me, it's events. like that's just a coincidence. No, 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 I don't think that's a coincidence. So, I think. everyone that used the Ouija board, something bad happened to them? Yeah. No, no, that's not true because there were other people playing, well, but some of, of the people. So, it's like you're making it sound like it's final destination. It's like everybody who was, you know, it we're all dying one day, yeah, but again, it's like. Ouija board is now made by Hasbro. You can buy it in Target and Walmart. Ouija board like, for kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they have, instead of like, they probably honestly have an app. Like, yeah, of course they, they do. They, oh, that's so freaky. I don't bet someone better not use it on a plane or anything like that. Oh God, Meryl. I know. You're the person that I wouldn't believe if you that if you said uh, something spooky happened. I feel like, like the, okay, the what ghost happened? would be like, oh shit, this girl needs yeah. blessing. Yeah. <laughs> but I believe that <laughs> the only thing the ghost does is you just hear him packing to leave. <laughs> I'm moving next Excuse door. Excuse me, wrong home. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not meant to cause any trouble here. That's freaky, and I really do think that stuff like that is out there. And the whole cloaked black 
thing is. Yeah, that's. But that's uh, okay. I'm not saying that didn't happen. I'm just like, of course, it looks like the Grim Reaper. Of course, it looks. You know. I know. I would want to believe it more if it was like he was just like a newspaper boy from the nineteen right. you know twenties. It's he, like, oh, really? That's interesting and very specific. But instead, it's like a black cloak, long skinny hands, and a sickle. It's like, <laughs> all right, well, that's everyone's image of death. Everyone, right? Mm-hmm. So I want a ghost that wears like a fanny pack, <laughs> and it's <laughs> and just it's, like it's filled with like glow sticks. They yeah. they died at a rave, and a now they've come. T- a ghost. Oh, let's just wrap this up. Okay. What else is going on with you? Oh my goodness, Bo! <laughs> you started a new thing. I started a new job. Yeah, you did. I love my new job. What is it? Anyway? I can t- I can talk about you it. You can right talk now. about it. So I am in the PR and marketing department for the Los Angeles Animal Services. Really? Yep. I am the assistant to the main marketing and PR person over there. And I love it very much. And so I've been working with a lot of the animal shelters and foster dogs and all that fun stuff. That's great. And my favorite part, commuting. Commuting. Hollywood. Yeah. Now you you get your dream has come true. Your dream has come true. You are now an L.A. based lady. Oh, my gosh. I honestly look probably like the freakiest person in L.A., which is hard to do. But like no offense. But I mean, I think that stands true for here in San Diego as well. Like the first couple of days I walked around smiling taking selfies of myself in front of like i'm like me in front of a metro station <laughs> like like i was eating at grand central market i'm like pigeons eating my food <laughs> like i was so excited to be working in a city and not only city but my hometown los angeles your hometown i'm neither from there nor have I spent any time residing there but i am i'm a very at proud all. i'm a proud los angelian or whatever we call ourselves. <laughs> Give me a moment to figure out what we call ourselves. But You're like Googling. What do you call yourself when you're from Los Angeles? Like, honestly, this is so weird. But even I was driving and I noticed the sunset for the first time. The sunset is beautiful, Bo. It's like purple and pink. And I feel like... That's just the the, the smog <laughs> layering down on you. Uh, so, yeah, I've been working there. I basically commute a couple of days. Or I go up there and then stay up there for a couple of days out of the week. Um, my very first day of my job, yeah. I got trapped at the top of city hall trapped what do you mean so i walked up this so me just trying to get to city hall for orientation at 8 Uh a.m in general um it was a very uh dependable welcome into la where i walked up the stairs at city hall Mm -hmm. and there was a bunch of protesters at what i thought were protesters what were they protesting they had signs that said like release the 911 tapes with like Really? Of hundreds of police Oh my God, officers. did you just jump in and grab I was a... like, yes, release the 911 tapes. I have found my people. So I'm like nodding at everyone and smiling. Meanwhile, wow. I fail to realize that I'm on set. This is a set for something. Oh, so, you're like on a TV show or something? <laughs> yeah, so I thought... <laughs> which I didn't know. I truly did not notice that... accidentally the, get <laughs> get on TV. So I'm holding my briefcase. I think the, the police officers, which I thought were police officers, were just extras. So I'm walking up, <laughs> smiling, waving to everyone, just saying like, just here for orientation. I'm holding my little computer bag, having my Mary Tyler Moore moment. I walk up to the very top of the stairs, at which point someone, I think the, probably the production person or whatever, screams at me, get down off the stairs and so i'm at the top of the stairs with an entire film set like looking at me and wondering what's Uh, happening (laughs) the other thing too is i don't like walking down steep stairs i think like i don't know i just get scared with stairs and the railings were like 
taken up by basically the extras and part of the, the film crew and stuff. So I'm trying to walk like a mountain goat that has like had a brain injury and stuff. And so I'm walking down stair by stair and I want to just cry like someone help me. And so with like hundreds of people, I'll post a picture of what it looked like. But basically, I oh feel like I God. walked onto the set of like Law and Order or Scandal or something. And it turned out like everyone, even what I thought was like. The construction worker, he's like, yep, that's an actor. <laughs> wow. So that was my first day. I think that'd be really funny is if you walked up and you like had your briefcase and then you saw all these people picketing or, or whatever, uh, protesting. And you just like opened your briefcase and it was just all your own personal protesting stuff. <laughs> and you just like jumped in. You already were ready. I, pr- I could have. Yeah. Yeah. I'm wow. union already. This is my, <laughs> I've got my SAG card just from that experience. So uh, only you. Only, Only me. you. And let's see what else happened. I just got back from seeing my favorite band ever. Really? Live. La- live is your favorite band of all time? Oh, you know this. Yeah. Since of I've been time. like 13. Oh, without a doubt. Show me a better band than live. Don't name the Beatles. Don't name Neil Young. There's no discussion. <laughs> live, live is the best band yep. of all time, in your opinion. 100%. There will never be a band that's as magical as live. Okay, you heard it here. So I have loved them since I was a little tiny Meryl I at just 14. Wanna, I want to go on record. I disagree. Okay? Right. You're okay, fine cool, to do that. Great. Go ahead. So I've loved them since I was a little tiny Meryl at 14. I actually had my very own live web page. Like no, my you didn't. Fan page. Yep. No, you did yep. not. I'll, have to, I'll find you it. You didn't. Like, it was like, my name is Meryl and like my passion is live. Yep. When I was, <laughs> my, my dad helped set me up uh, with one on, through his like college or something. I feel like I would update it with like me holding like the nearest or the uh most recent episode of when live was on snl and so oh my god did you have a lot of followers no i think it was just my dad i actually think (laughs) (laughs) i actually feel like they uh, they They like banned you yeah 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 they probably we have no affiliation with you (laughs) so yeah it was very i've been a live fangirl for many many years and Bo, they played with your favorite band i had a favorite band and i uh, yeah i wanted to ask you uh (laughs) My favorite band as a younger man was Counting Crows. In my, you know, like senior year, I was like, I love this senior band. Senior year of what? Of high school. Oh, okay. And uh, <laughs> of junior high, my senior year of junior high. <laughs> I don't high. know. We're a couple generations uh, apart. Yeah, that's true. Um, <laughs> yeah, I loved Counting Crows. I thought they were great. And they were great. They were. Oh, they're such. They're so They good. were a fantastic band when they came out with uh, August and everything after. And then they came out with their, their second album was a little bit more rock mm-hmm. and still good. Third album, okay, all right, I see where you're going. It's changing a little bit, but also maybe a little bit too much of the same on this. By the fourth and fifth album, I'm like, please stop making music. You're, oh, really? You're ruining everything that was good about so, you. So, like, what would be a song that's on that album? No, listen, I'm not one of those guys that wants the band to be the only, like, just stay the same. I don't want that. Right. I don't want them to be like, oh, cool, new album, same sound, same everything. Right. I want them to evolve. I get that. But what I felt like that band was doing was starting to become almost like a, a little bit of a commercial joke. Is that the Accidentally in Love album? Oh, my God. That was so fucking bad. It, it, and they it, did like Big Yellow Taxi. And, yes, and, and, and then I saw yeah. they had a, a music video one time where he was dancing around with a computer generated cartoon rabbit of himself. And it was like, what are you guys doing? Yes. You went from uh, like going down a railroad track that's in black and white and you're just like oh i'm just life has been tough and i'm singing about it and there's some real like there's stuff going on here to everything is happy right and, and it's like what 
and because it does become like a Shrek commercial. It, or it was, it yeah. was, and and I was just like, I don't think I like you. And then at this point, I think they're coming out with new music that I am not even aware of. I know they did play a couple songs that I wasn't aware of, but I think I, same thing. I feel like Adam Dirds has like he has cracked the code of what like a hit song is. And I think you think so. Then why isn't he having hits? Well, no, no, no. I mean, of what's commercial. So the last album that we saw was kind of like eat like it's candy, basically. You know, like I think he transitioned from like more of the. I think what happens, what happened to him. And again, it's easy for me to sit here. I'm not, you know, I haven't created the success that he has done. Um, But. I think this happens a lot in with writers and musicians, anybody that's in that field of creativity, you struggle to get that first work out there, right? You're a nobody. Yeah, you know, yeah. In the beginning, you're a nobody. Right. And you're just trying to like get your work out there and you have, there's pain and there's, you know, trauma in your life and you're expressing that and you're writing, you know, you're probably writing in some like apartment building or, or yeah, you're just trying to pay for coffee once yeah. a week and, and, you know, maybe you're dealing with a lot of things that that uh, come with that time of your life where you struggle, right? And then you get successful. And then those same things don't apply to your life anymore. So now you have to find a new thing to write about. Seinfeld did a really great joke um, about being, you know, sitting in a coach, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, on a plane. But, and, and how it's different for people in coach to look up at first class people. But he was telling the joke from the perspective of the person sitting in coach. And then he later said like, I can't do that joke oh, anymore. Yeah, I yeah. don't sit in coach. Right. It no, everyone will know that I don't sit in right, coach. Right, and right. It's not relatable. And so now I'm almost like he, you know, counting crows made this great album, but now that strain isn't there anymore. They have success. They have commercial success. Mm-hmm. They won the Grammy of the year. They, they ended up becoming a hugely popular band at that time. The same stress doesn't apply anymore. Right. Now it's not like oh, I'm broke and I don't have any money and I'm going to sing about it. Now it's right? like my personal chef forgot to get me the, right, the anchovies right. that I wanted. Exactly. And yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which I mean, that's a real issue for real. If I didn't have anchovies, <laughs> that would be my like if I had like 10 extra dollars, yeah. I would live like that. So I just think like it's tough to watch a band sort of like do that. And I'm, I'm sure we've all had those bands. In fact, I've, I've asked uh, asked friends to go to concerts with me. And I'll be like, hey, you want to go see the shins? Or I'll say it like this. Do you like the shins? Or do you like Spoon? Or something like that. And my one friend is classic. He, he is famous for saying this. Ian always says, uh, shins now or oh shins gosh. 15 years ago? Right. And he's right. Uh-huh. In the beginning, I was like, oh, you pretentious dick. But now I'm like, he's totally right. Because I would go see the shins. I'm like, they suck now. Or, you know, whatever it is. And, and I'm not trying to hate on everybody's bands. I'm just like, you know, that that... That youthful band, you know, like, do you really want to go see Dashboard Confessional now? Do you really want to go see no. Bright Eyes? Like, here's a 45-year-old guy singing like he's 18. Right. You know what I mean? Is it really charming anymore? Like, has he evolved? And 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 I just don't think so. But. I've never wanted to see any of them. I only want to see live. Yeah. So you go see live. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So, Did you also, lose your mind? No, 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 no. The backstory, I mean, I've seen them, like, this will probably be my 39th or 40th time even seeing them. Is that true? Yeah. You've seen them that many times? Yep. I mean, I have loved them as my favorite band genuinely since I was 16 or 17. They're the reason that I even like got into music industry in the first place. Wait a second. Wait a second. I just remembered something. Yes. 
didn't you? Well, you're having a good memory of all the things I'm trying to sweep <laughs> under the rug today. So I went to the concert and then I drove up to LA and we were all done. No, 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 no. I just remembered something about you. <laughs> Fuck you. I just <laughs> realized this. And you weren't going to say it. I was going to. Is your, didn't you used to date one of the guys, not in live, but right. like the manager or something, the band manager their, or the merch manager? Well, who was it? Their tour manager. Yes, you dated. The, you were so obsessed with live that you ended up dating the tour manager just to get close to them, didn't you? No, that is not the reason. You why. did. It you wasn't did. that reason. How long did you date? Uh, two years, two and a half years. How, what years was this? Uh, what was like before three or four years ago? So like before whatever two thousand. So it was way 15, past 16. when live was good. I loved live forever and ever. <laughs> no, I was just gonna say <laughs> no, no, no. I just caught that. Um, I. I loved live forever and ever and then I kind of like let it go for a little bit and then I happened to randomly as an occurrence meet their tour manager. Did you know that he was the tour manager when you met? Nope. We met at the venue that I used to work at, the Belly. Why was he there? A tour manager for a different band. So and we then got you were into like, talking. Oh, okay, you got talking. We got okay, into talking. Blah, 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 blah. And there was like a little bit of a spark at first. And actually what had happened was that there was a talk about uh, that we were randomly from the same hometown in Pennsylvania. Okay. So All right. it started that way with like we're the, from the same hometown in Pennsylvania. Then it led to uh, I'm on this tour because my other tour is like off of season right this now. This is all in the first time you were talking. Yep. And then you're like, oh, I'm I'm here now because my other band that is I am the manager of I uh, is taking a break, and so I'm doing this. And yep. then at that point, did you ask what's the other band? Yes. And at that point, he mentioned. Did live you already like him at this point? A little bit. But you'd only been talking for how long? Uh, like a minute and a half or so. Uh, like, and you already liked him, Meryl. I, mean, I wasn't like sold on it. No, you, you you're wrong. Have... Fuck you. I knew it. You fucking dated this guy just because he was the fucking live tour manager. Maybe I gave it a more of a fair shot because of that situation. A person who made a website when they were a fucking teenager <laughs> about how much they love live, they, that didn't help you at all? That didn't help you like push into his world a little bit when he said, actually, the other band that I'm a tour manager Genuinely, for is live. No, I manifested that shit. Did, you didn't freak out in that moment? Um, the a, a production guy at the Belly Up was carrying an amp, and when he heard that person say that he worked for live, Martin, the production guy, dropped the amp. <laughs> like Martin was holding the amp and knew that when he said, "I'm the tour manager," for, when the other person said, "I'm the tour manager for live," I looked at Martin, and Martin like dropped the amp. He knew that you're obsessed. Yeah, he was like, "What?" The? Like I feel like he witnessed like a crazy, like holy shit coincidence kind of moment. And so, so, so wait a minute, wait, wait, wait. wait, wait. So you started dating that guy. So we dated. Okay, now wait a minute. Is that guy still the tour manager? Yes. Of live? And you just went and saw live? Yes. Did you see your ex-boyfriend? I saw him uh, visually, but I did not make any contact or anything like that. It, it didn't end well. I It was a good relationship for what it was, and there was some like deceit and maybe some disloyalty. Not, not on my end. Oh, on, and, on his uh, end. Yeah, on his end. Well, he's a tour manager for a band. Yes. I think that he's was gonna the problem. He's going to get that he gonna get it yeah he got it he got it and then moved to delaware for it and so then (laughs) (laughs) and so so, but basically like i i am not accustomed to have someone in that lifestyle gone um there was also a lot of like alcohol mixed in it was a bad equation so it ended with like not the best but i still wish that person the best i am very happy now i have my thing going on i would not trade for the world of course so i saw him and you know saw him doing his job and it i Wished him well in my mind and kind of said I have other things going on in my life right now, so I didn't reach out to him. Did, uh, but thanks, uh, Bo. Were, for... were, were you looking good? Were you um, dressed up, looking good? Uh, no. Because you must have known. You must have known going into the concert. Like I could run into this person. I kind of made it instead of like I'm going to look good. I made it more of my objective of like I'm going to not be seen. 
Okay, so I, I went you to could concert. have gone backstage and yeah, all that, yeah, but yeah. you didn't. No, and I also like went by myself, and I feel like I also don't you went by to... yourself to a concert. Yeah, live and Counting Crows. <laughs> Whoops, <laughs> I forgot to mention that part to you too. <laughs> <laughs> I did have two tickets. No, 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 no. I, you don't have to mention it because I was so pissed off at you. I because know, that's the other, this, bec- this is a very layered experience. Yeah, because uh, you knew that I like Counting Crows at one point in my life. Yes. And you were like, oh my God, in four months, Counting Crows is touring with my favorite band live. Yep. We should go. And I was like, I'm totally in. It'd be fun to go and like, you know, yeah, have you fun know experience and, that, whatever. Yep. It'd be a fun little like campfire shit show, go out date thing. Yep. That ended without any sexual stuff at all. <laughs> no dreams. We don't do that. <laughs> um, but... Yeah, you said, yeah, absolutely. I'll get us tickets. No problem. I said, I okay, great. I kept asking you. I think it was every couple of weeks. I was like, hey, when is that again? Or every couple of months. I was like, oh, that was coming up, right? You're like, oh, it's in July. Blah, blah, blah. I put it on my calendar, everything. I'm like, it's in August and everything after. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then if I remember correctly, I wrote you like a week and a half ago and I said, Hey, counting crows is coming up. We're still good for that. You're like, Oh no, uh, I told you. I'm like, you told me what? And you said that you had told me that actually there, we weren't going to go to the concert. Sorry. You were going to be in LA. You were going to see a different one, a different concert. Yes. Like, cause they're in San Diego. I switched from to, San Diego to Irvine. Yeah. And I was like, you told me that and I don't remember this. Right. But how much lately has been, this is like such a, uh, like a. All I know is you invited me and then at the last minute you said no. But then you went and you went to the concert alone. You yes. could have taken me. I, I said, if you want to drive by yourself to Irvine, pay $20 for parking and drive back. I did give you an yeah, option. You hear that? That's exactly how she said it, too. If you want to drive all the way up to Irvine, and yep. then you'll have to pay for parking, and right. then you have to find me, and it's going to be very difficult, both. so I don't think you want to go. I put it on a platter for you, and you pushed my platter away. <laughs> You're a platter puss. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. I'm not accepting that joke. I'm not. So that was that. I saw my favorite band. Hid from my ex-boyfriend. And <laughs> I could just see you like underneath the, <laughs> like leaning under the chair line and just be like, I love this band. <laughs> oh my gosh. No, actually I ended up, it was very serendipitous and I sat next to a girl, shout out to Mallory from San Diego. Hey Mallory. is the exact uh, parallel of me, but with Counting Crows. So Mallory was there by herself this was her 39th time seeing the Counting Crows and we were both comparing our like band tattoos for our band and she Wait, and you I, have a band tattoo? I have two live tattoos. No, you don't. Yeah. Where are they? I've never seen any tattoos. One on is you. on my wrist. It's a symbol for their first album, Mental Jewelry. And one is on my back. It's song lyrics from a song called Century that they have. It's my only two tattoos. And you're Ma- serious. Does she have Counting Crows tattoos? Yep. I think she has like 721 or something like that on her neck. What's that? Uh, I don't know. Maybe it's a song or an album or something. <laughs> but uh, and then that's it. But I think she might have some others. But she even asked me if like I we, we just met. And like after eight minutes, I was like, OK, so I think I could go to Dallas, Texas with you and your mom to go see this. Band. <laughs> <laughs> so Mallory was just like they sat. It was a complete coincidence that I sat next to like a random other girl that is just oh, man. as sad as I am. You know, one other thing, Adam Duritz looks really bad now. Yeah, that's the other thing too. Is I like love really, their music, but his look is like distractingly weird for it's bad. watching it. Yeah, yeah, he, he, that wig he's doing. Oof, I know it's bad. It's bad. It is bad. Look him up. Also, I would like to yeah. take this time to thank our sponsor, 
for all of their Who's, hard wait, wait, work wait, wait. and dedication to this podcast. We really appreciate your help <laughs> with this sponsor. You can enter in a code and purchase two of them. What is the thing? Or like this, I don't have one yet again. <laughs> but I'm just leaving space no, in here. No, I don't. We can just, okay, that's not how editing works, okay? You don't have to put the thing in there, even if it's false. We'll just record it. Well, we have ad breaks, and this is our ad break. Yeah, we so we wanted to say this is what. We don't have any advertisers. Still, there, There's no yet. sponsors. But this is our 15 Have you been looking spot. for them? No. Yeah, that's that's why we don't have any. But I'm putting it out so that the flow attracts itself to me and that thank you for your time and supporting our listeners. And <laughs> You're a mess. I'm not. I'm leaving. It's called a space holder ship. Space holder ship? <laughs> I don't think that's what it's called. I challenge you on that. Join me on my space holder ship. I think it's time for a little bit of the old bug bite. Yuck. This is the part of the show where we just kind of say the shit we're not happy with. The things we hate, the things that bug us the most, the stuff that just gets under our skin. Meryl. I got two for you. Well, why don't you just tell me one? No. Just tell me one. Okay. okay. You're going to tell me both at the same time? I want to tell you two. Then tell me one and then you'll tell me the other. Okay. This is not. Uh, I have so many though. There. I know. They're really popping up. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay, so I've got one for you. Okay, tell me. It is when people post the temperature on social media. <laughs> Number one, I fucking know it's 102 degrees. I live either in the city you are doing. Number two, I don't give a fuck what it's like in Ocean City, Maryland. I'm sorry, but like, why, why do people post the temperature? Like, if you are sweltering hot, take a picture of that or take a picture of your own experience. But like, I don't need to know the weather from your social media. I've got it. Thanks. <laughs> that like, is kind of annoying. It's like, okay, great. You have temperature well, too. I, or do people post, do you post the weather? No, like, fuck. I don't even post anything. Do I, people post for like for others and out of town to see or like what's the impetus i guess that? I, I, I guess people are like it is so hot i gotta tell you about it but like honestly right. are we are we down to that where it's like something's happening honestly I, I could make my bug bite just social media lately it's just like people are posting so many dumb things and just like it, it's really just screaming like i'm relevant this is about me. It's like we're all feeling some sort of temperature, right? Whether it be cold or hot. Do we need to talk about it? <laughs> no. Do we need to? No. And I'm okay for people. Listen, if somebody posted the temperature and it was 180 degrees and they were like, it's like the surface of the sun over here. It was like, maybe I'd be like, wow, that's very interesting. I've never seen a temperature that hot. But maybe you know? take a picture of yourself like in the hospital for heat stroke or like <laughs> like figure out what your branding is and then go yeah. on oh, there. Okay. But I don't need all to right. see yeah. your 104 temperature. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, that that's a good bug bite. Oh, I'm so riled oh. up. It's cloudy with a chance of annoyance. <laughs> What's yours? Uh, my bug bite. I'm telling you, something that really I fucking hate is like <laughs> white oakleys. I what? hate people who wear white oakleys. Oakleys, not oakleys. Oh, oh, oakleys. Be- white oakleys. Oak is a beautiful tree. <laughs> oh, white oakleys. I I swear to God, I've never liked one person who wore white oakleys. Kid Rock. Don't like him. Do she? Uh, Jeff Daniels? No. Jeff Daniels wore white Oakleys? I think I saw a photo of him once. That, that, that is a very random person to jump into that. Uh, Kid Rock definitely wears white Oakleys. And I just feel like the kind of person who wears white Oakleys is the kind of person I'm probably not going to hang out with. Right. And they're going to be in a lifted truck with their baseball cap backwards and a fucking 
tank top on. I just, I hate them. I, I hate them. I would never, ever wear white Oakleys. It's immediately like you go zero to douche nozzle in like <laughs> two seconds. <laughs> then they're posting the picture of what the weather is like while they're sailing in Tahoe or something like that. I got another bug bite. I really okay. do. I do. I'll d- I have another uh, one. No, too. I have one. I have okay. one. Do you want to go first? Yes. Well, you can't. I hate people who fucking wear makeup to yoga. Like they're in yoga clothes and they're like all like decked out. Like I just was at yoga, but then they have full makeup on, like caked on makeup and their eyelashes all done. It's like, what are you doing? What are right. you doing? You're going to yoga to exercise and then you're in full makeup. You're looking too good. Like, get out of here. Get out of here. Put the Oakleys on. And Put the Oakleys on. Get your boyfriend with the Oakleys on and just drive to the east. Maybe they're trying to. Yoga is a place a lot, a lot of people go to try to find boyfriends. And stuff, is that so. true? Yeah. That's not true. I swear. Yeah, I don't like it. I don't like it. Irritates me. You well, see somebody in Target and they're in all their yoga gear and they look really like Instagram hot. It's like, get the fuck out of oh here. Oh my gosh, Bo, we're synced up completely. Why? Because my second bug bite is yin yangs and peace signs. Oh. Go fuck yourself, dolphin tapestries <laughs> and yin yangs. Every like healing center here that has a yin yang on it, like you will get SARS, you will get some some disease. Oh, wait, when you're why? Here. Where's SARS come into this? I just think it's not safe to lay in a massage table of a place that has a, a yin yang it is outdated we need to change it i'm talking to you hate ashbury san uh, francisco <laughs> get modernized well but the yin yang has a meaning to it like the peace symbol but you just don't like it no they're outdated we need you, to you think the people who use them as their symbol are are annoying. Um, i don't like the symbols in general i think they need to be like revamped we need like a yin yang 4.0 and the peace sign needs to be changed. And I just like it the was peace sign needs to be changed. Yes. Each generation. We need <laughs> a millennial. Get, we need yin-yang. a peace sign for the modern era. We do. We really do. Okay. I'm sick of the yin yang. I'm sick of the peace sign. Okay. It's overused it. in ways maybe you don't appreciate. It's overused. And whenever that's kind of a sign to me that I can't trust a business to do well. Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't. I don't know that I understand that, but it's okay. It's all right. You're allowed to have a bug bite. You know, whatever. Do you, would you ever put one of those bumper stickers that say uh, "coexist" and it's got oh, like that's the every kind of one. Yes. every symbol from everything? The more someone uses yin yangs, the more they're in distress. <laughs> that's what I have found. Name me one person that's really, really, really doing well in life that like uh, <laughs> generously uses yin yangs or peace signs. I'm challenging uh, how you. How could I Listeners, come up with that person? Send me a person. <laughs> Message it to me. <laughs> oh, every week you get crazier and crazier. <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's real, too. I, I can stand by that. It's real. It's real. Okay. It is real. You know what? Well, that's you fun. S- I have to run to lunch right yeah, now. Yeah, I know. Sorry, you I don't little, have time. You, you got to get your yoga gear on. Put your makeup on. In the spirit of being responsible with my time, I'm yes. now mapping out things of like something takes me 24 minutes. So right now I have eight minutes to get there. <laughs> so I'm on par with what I need to be. So <laughs> this is what I, my situation is. Well, it's always a joy. It yeah, is. Maybe I'll just let you go. Okay. I love you, Bo. Not in that kind of way. But yeah, in never. A ever. Way. Never. I'm, I'm here to tell everybody Strictly it's never going to happen. Play gin and tonic. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, bye bye. This episode of Campfire Shit Show was produced by Bo Hufford and Meryl Climo. It was edited by Bo Hufford, and the theme song was produced by me, your friendly camp counselor, Jeremy Stock. Hey, campers, if you want to be the next camper of the week, email campfireshitshow at gmail.com. Say hi to Bo and Meryl on Instagram at Campfire Shit Show. And please don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes.